Welcome to the Ladies Power Lunch Podcast with Dr. Davia Shepard, a resource for women in business, presenting a wide range of topics exploring professional growth and personal development. And now, Dr. Davia Shepard. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am excited to share with you a very special friend of mine. Her name is Shannon Daniels, and she was one of our very special speakers at our most recent Ladies Power Launch Fall Summit. Shannon is really, really very humble. When we ask her to introduce herself, she doesn't go into very great detail about how she used to be a lecturer at Stanford. She doesn't share a lot about how she is a tech entrepreneur or how she is one of the number one people to watch here in Connecticut as far as business growth goes. But she is an outstanding best-selling author. She has has a lot to share and a lot to contribute. And today we're going to share with you one of the presentations that workshops that she actually shared at our most recent Ladies Power Lunch Fall Summit. She talks about going from grit to actual growth. Now, as entrepreneurs, we know a whole lot about grit. I mean, many of us have left our nine to five and we've turned that into a 24 seven where we're always working and struggling and striving and stressing and straining and doing everything that it takes to get that growth in our businesses. But are we doing what it really takes? Are we using that grit to get to the growth that we need? And Shannon knows what it takes. So will you join me as we welcome Shannon and she shares with us exactly what we need to be doing. And I'm going to put a little plug in here because our next summit is coming up in March. And I'd really love for you all to be a part of that. I'd love for you all to attend that. So please do take advantage of this opportunity to watch Shannon as she shares with us how to go from grit to grow in our businesses. Me, I'm Shannon Daniels. I'm the founder and CEO of Incaptive. I'm also a public speaking, communication and confidence coach and a TEDx speaker. And today I wanna to talk about an important leadership trait, which is grit. And I wanna mm -hmm. talk a little bit about why it's important and how it can lead to growth. But before we get started, a show of virtual hands here, put your little hands up or you can, take yourself off mute and say me how many of you in here are entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs if you can just use the thumbs up or me. say it out loud me. yay <laughs> jana i hope i said that correctly uh, not sure if you are also an entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur can you hear me yes i can oh, sorry i cannot figure out how to turn my camera on yet. Don't buy a new computer when you have to do a Zoom. So yes, <laughs> I'm here. I'm trying to figure out my computer in the back. That's quite all right. Glad to have you here this morning. And good morning, Sam. We're just getting started. So all right, let's try that again.
me. I'm Shannon Daniels. I'm the founder and CEO of Incaptive. Yourself off mute and say me. How many of you in here are entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs? If you can just use the thumbs up or say it out loud. Yay. <laughs> Jana, I hope I said that correctly. Uh, not sure if you are also an entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Sorry, I cannot figure out how to turn my camera on yet. Don't buy a new computer when you have to do a Zoom. So, yes, <laughs> I'm here. I'm trying to figure out my computer in the back. That's quite all right. Glad to have you here this morning. And good morning, Sam. We're just getting started. So how many of you have heard the little engine that could story? I'm sure we're all familiar with this story. I think we've all heard it growing up. Well, I'm just going to give us a quick refresher before we jump in. The basic premise of this story is that there's a train, this little engine, carrying toys and food for kids, and it just abruptly stops on the tracks. It gets broken down, and it can't make it up and over the mountain to offload the toys and deliver them to make the kids' days. Well, so all the toys that are on the train, they come to life, they offload, they get off the train, they start brainstorming. What are we going to do? How are we going to get over the mountain? We have to get to the little kids and make them happy and deliver these toys and food. And during their brainstorming, which the clown is leading, three other engines end up coming by. And the toys stop those engines and say, hey, can you help us? Can you pull our engine up and over the mountain so that we can deliver these toys and food to the little kids? And the first two trains deny them and basically deny them because they say, we're too good for you. We, we can't stoop to your level and drag you over the mountain. We're more important. We haul more important things than toys and food. <laughs> and then another engine comes by and it says, I'm too old. I may be really experienced and gone over the mountain a million times, but I'm just too old to do this. Leave me out of it. Figure it out. And it takes off. Then a fourth engine comes by and it's this little engine with no cars attached to it. It has never been over the mountain. And in fact, it's just used to pull train cars in and out of the yard. Well, this little engine heard their plights and agreed to help. So even though it had never been over the mountain, it believed in itself and it said, I think I can, I think I can. So it hitched itself, this little engine hitched itself to the broken down train and the whole time it's chugging up the mountain and says, I think I can, I think I can. All right, unmute yourselves and say it with me. I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. All right, so it's chugging up the mountain this train, this little engine gets the train to the top of the mountain and finally success. It knows that from that point on, it's just all downhill into the town and it can deliver the toys. It's smooth sailing from there. So it's finally success. And the little engine says, I thought I could. So what does all of this have to do with entrepreneurship, grit and growth? Well, first, just like that initial training that broke down, you will face breakdowns in the form of obstacles or failures throughout your journey as an entrepreneur or small business owner. You can't let those stop you from achieving your goals. You have to learn to fail forward, learn from those failures, and understand that every no is just one more stepping stone on your way to a yes. 
And then second, you'll need to find creative solutions to your problems. And those solutions may not always come from who or where you think they will. So for example, it wasn't the two big, strong, smart engines that had the capability to pull it over the mountain or the older engine with all the experience that pulled it over the mountain. It was the small little engine that had no experience, but had a fresh perspective and a belief in itself that helped that train get over the mountain and get the toys and the food to the kids. So the lesson here is to look at all potential options. Think creatively, think outside the box. You may get a lot of no's, but that's okay. You have to keep pushing forward until you get that yes. And then third, just like that train, you will need help. That help will come in the form of mentors, your team, your community, your support system, the Ladies Power Lunch Group. This is an amazing family of women. As you were saying, Wendy, we are family. That song really touched us yesterday. So rely on your support system and don't be afraid to ask for help because you will need it. We all need a little help sometimes. So now I want you to take a minute to think about grit and growth in the context of that little train. So first of all, the grit shows up in the form of, I think I can, I think I can, and not giving up. That little train teaches us to believe in ourselves, to persevere, to keep pushing up the mountain, even when the going gets tough, and to not be afraid of doing something we have never done before or ever thought possible. Next, what this story teaches us about growth is that little engine took on more cars and more cargo and tackled this new challenge of getting up the mountain. And as a result, it grew in its confidence and its abilities. It learned a lot about itself. So the bottom line here is to be a successful entrepreneur, you need to be like that little engine. And with grit, you can experience growth. And today I'm gonna to share a little bit about my story, things that I've learned, along with some of my failures and some of my wins. And the goal of sharing my story with you today is to get you to rethink how you perceive grit and growth. So before I became an entrepreneur, I was on that typical climbing the corporate ladder journey. I, you know, go to college, get a job, climb the ladder, get bigger titles and bigger paychecks. I never even considered entrepreneurship as an option for myself. It wasn't even part of my vocabulary, honestly. I didn't realize it was a path for me. But as I became increasingly unhappy and unhealthy in my job and my work life, I started looking for new options and new opportunities. So I went out and I got certified as a holistic health coach and I started writing a book about self-care. But the funny thing is, as I was writing this book about making time for yourself, taking care of yourself, following your dreams, I realized I was stuck in finishing the book because I wasn't following my own advice. So I took the leap into entrepreneurship. I quit my job to finish the book. And a funny thing is, when I left my job, put in my notice, I went into the CEO's office and he said, so where are you going? And I said, oh, I'm going to write a book. And he's like, no, 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 but where are you going? What's your next job in life? I'm like, oh, I don't have one lined up. I'm just gonna go finish my book and do some health coaching. <laughs> and he just was, his mind was blown by that because that's not the typical American journey. 
So I started doing some health coaching. And at the same time, I was teaching public speaking and communication courses at Iona College and Columbia University. And about a year into health coaching, I realized that that wasn't the career path for me. Even though I personally love health and wellness and helping people, that wasn't really the right fit for me as a career. But then an interesting thing happened because I taught public speaking and communication courses and I was working out of an innovation center where there are a bunch of other entrepreneurs around. Other entrepreneurs started asking me for my help with their public speaking, with their communications, with their marketing messaging, with their pitches to investors. And I realized that that was my happy place. I absolutely love doing that. It gave me an opportunity to help people and use the skill set that I had and make a living from it. And seven years later, I am still doing that. I am still working with clients, I'm working with individuals, executives, organizations to help them learn effective communication skills. And it's great because I get to help them to unlock their potential and build their confidence and share their ideas and stories with the world. So as you hear here, I've had a pretty windy journey from going to climbing that corporate ladder to starting a health coaching business to becoming a public speaking and communication coach. But then I ended up starting in captive, which is what many of you know me for at this point in my life. So it was that windy journey that led me to in captive and the idea for it. And I wouldn't have had the idea for it had I not experienced all of those things. And it was over the course of being in corporate and doing teaching and doing coaching that I saw the same exact problems arising over and over and over again with presentations and events, especially in the in-person space. Presenters up there, they're talking at the audience, they're losing their audience to their vices in seven to 10 minutes, and they can't accurately measure engagement. And most importantly, opportunity was walking out the door with the audience. You're there, you're in the room, you're all excited to buy the book or schedule that coaching session or whatever it may be. But nine times out of 10, you can't do that until you get home. And then guess what? Life happens. Show of hands, how many have had you, how many of you have had this happen either to yourself as a speaker or 10 people come up, I can't wait to schedule a meeting with you and you maybe get one of those. Or how many of you have been excited to do something when you're in the room and then you get home and you just get so busy, it's not that you don't wanna do it, you're just distracted at that point in time. Yeah, life happens. So I wanted to find a way to fix all these problems. So one day when I was coaching a client, this is really where it popped and happened. I was working with a public speaking client. She's asking me all the common issues like, what do I do about a projector? And how do I know if they're interested? And how do I get them to move into signing up for my program and buying more resource or buying more um, coaching and training with me? And it all kind of clicked. I was like, well, there's got to be a better way, right? With all the technology out there, there's got to be something that solves for these problems. And so what did I do? I went out and did what we all do today. I Googled it looking for a solution, right? And I couldn't find one that really solved all the problems. There was one that solved this problem, one that solved these two, one that solved this one, nothing that solved it all. So I sat down one day and drew it out on a piece of paper, never had any intention of doing anything with it because as you learned yesterday, I'm not a technologist, but I drew it on a piece of paper and I started showing it around to people, starting with that client that inspired me to sit down and do this. and. I kept hearing, when can I sign up? 
And my answer was, you can't, it's a drawing on a piece of paper. Okay, well, when are you gonna build it so I can sign up? And that was what let me say, okay, I'm onto something here. And I went out and I got resources and I enlisted the help of advisors. And here we are today, we have this technology that's been built out over the last several years. And so not now, not only do I have the opportunity to teach and coach and work with people on their communication and public speaking skills and the confidence that comes along with that, but I also have a technology solution that they can use to make their presentations more engaging and see better results out of them. So I spent the first two years leading into InCaptive doing market research, building the tech, beta testing it, and we were finally, finally ready to roll it out for the in-person market in 2020. I had booked our launch for April of 2020 at the Jacob Javits Center in New York City. I booked a 15,000 person conference to be our big launch. And does anyone want to take a guess at what happened? Just unmute yourself, throw it out there. April 2020. COVID, COVID. COVID. <laughs> oh, boy. So we had spent two plus years in R&D, sunk a lot of money into building this thing and rolling it out just to have our dreams crushed by COVID. So we had to go back to the drawing board because Javits turned into a hospital. All of our clients were canceling left and right. Investors were pulling out. It was just, it was crazy. And they're like, well, we need to prove that you can do this in the virtual space. So I could have hung it up, could have hit pause, could have said, you know what? Oh, well, it's over for me or wait till COVID ends. No, I decided to take a lesson from that little stalled engine. And I asked for help. I channeled that engine. I said, I need help. I believed in myself. I said, I think I can. I think I can. And captive is now what it is today. So we pivoted. We went back to the drawing board. We went into a whole new round of market research. We built an expanded product line for virtual and hybrid events. And we got some early traction by pre-selling it. I was pre-selling it based on drawings, not based on anything we had actually built. And we were building it leading up to clients' events. And then we did another year of beta after that. And we had some paying customers through that. And it's the whole trial error iteration process all over again. So two years and then two years again. <clears throat> excuse me and here we are four years later and now we are in our we come to 2021 late 2021 we're ready for another big launch we've got everything ready to go and then the video streaming service we were using decided to shut down with one week's notice so now we had built our whole platform around this api integration for a third-party streaming service that's just like nope we're gone it had taken us a year to build that so now we had to get a new video streaming service, put that in and start all over again with that portion of it. And now we were finally out and selling our product. So it has been a journey. The customers we have love us and we're focused on growth in the terms of traction, which is what investors want to see, right? Customers and revenue. So why do I share this story with you? Well, being an entrepreneur or even a small business owner is not an easy or a straight path, right? It's like being one of those clown punching bags that you see over here. And you have to take the hits and get right back up. It's like, knock down, get up, knock down, get up, right? I see some heads nodding, so you all know what I'm talking about. You gotta hear a lot of no's, you have to experience a lot of failure. 
it's also a roller coaster of emotions. You have really high highs and really low lows. And this is not on a month to month basis. This is on a day to day or an hour to hour basis sometimes. And I see again, nodding heads and laughing. So you understand, and you just have to be able to ride that wave. And it takes determination, perseverance and grit. So entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. As you've heard, I've taken a lot of hits, but I truly believe in what we're building within Captive. I believe we can build responsible communication tools, ones that connect humans in a real way that aren't just a snippet or a post or an addictive type of thing that you're coming into. We really wanna build relationships, right? Get people to come together and also help them to accomplish their goals. And as an entrepreneur, it's really important because you must, must, must believe in yourself. Because guess what? If you don't, nobody else will. And if you don't, you won't muster the grit to keep going in the hard times. But if you do believe in yourself and you have the grit and determination to keep going, you can turn that grit into growth. But it's important to note here, that growth may not be in the way that you expect. Most think of growth in terms of business metrics and KPIs, customers, revenues, IPOs, exits, all of that kind of stuff, right? But there are other factors to consider when it comes to growth and to value when it comes to growth. So think about this, about 90% of startups fail. 10% of those are in the first year 70% are in years two through five, the remainder after that. So that growth may not necessarily come in the form of your startup or your business even succeeding, but it will come in the form of personal growth, new business ideas, experience. It'll open the door to new opportunities and so much more. So I wanna challenge you to rethink what growth and success mean to you, right? For example, even though my tech startup isn't profitable yet because of all the adversity we have faced, I have been approached twice just since July of this year about CEO roles with other organizations, people recruiting me to come and run those organizations. I've been sought out by third parties interested in buying the company. I've vastly expanded my network. I've built partnerships with other companies and experts in the field. I have learned a ton about starting and running a business. One of my advisors told me early on that even if your startup doesn't succeed, think of the money you're putting into it and the time you're putting into it as getting an MBA. And he's not wrong. It's an MBA through experience instead of in the classroom. And I see nodding heads because many of you agree with that. And I've also been able to elevate my personal profile and my credibility. The list goes on and on and on and on. All these growth things that I've experienced. And as a result of these things, my public speaking business is doing better than ever. I do no marketing for that business, but I'm now charging five times what I did when I started out and I don't do any marketing. It's all referral based. I'm asked regularly to speak at events and I've solidified my own personal brand as an audience engagement expert. I consider all of that very positive growth. And I wouldn't have been able to get there without grit and perseverance. The point is with the right perspective, grit can lead to growth in more ways than you ever thought possible. So, oh, I don't know what's happening. All right, enough about me. 
I want you all to share your stories. So who has a story that they'd like to share about adversity you faced or time you put in a lot of grit and what kind of growth you experienced from that? Okay, I'll start. Jana. So, wait, hold on, so you can see me a little better. So, um, I didn't know that about you, Shannon, but I just did exactly what you did. I just quit a job. I am on the path to law school. I was a paralegal for 18 years. Uh, during this up and down journey, I've connected with people like Kelly McCarthy that does spiritual and energy work, tapping into my intuitive abilities. And I too, like you did, went into my city attorney and said, I'm resigning. I'm like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to go to law school at some point, but during the journey, I'm gonna figure out the pieces that I need to figure out. And I, I, now that I share with people, I'm like, well, wow, that's not the usual approach, but I too, like you have books behind me. And I guess I now understand the theory of, you know, when college students, I went to college later in life, you know, they went to find themselves. Um, I'm in that process of just having time to go to leadership conferences. I've never had the time to. I was put into leadership as a paralegal and solving problems. And then I just said, well, I can either elevate. They wanted to give me an office manager position. And I'm like, no, because that's going to be the same. And so luckily I had a support network. It's very important. And people that encourage me, no, go off and find your path. So parts of the ups and downs are like you, I'm sure you experiences, you know, the minute you get up on day one and you're like, wait a minute, nobody needs me. I don't need to put out a fire. That's a new experience and learning to uh, decompress um, and then start to find a new network of people. You know, uh, yesterday was just a whole host of people in the same, I was like, whoa, these are my people. Um, so that's that's part of the journey, you know, and then just finding your next step. You know, like you, I have a an advisor too that encourages me to set up my own Wix. I've never done that, you know. So I mean, reaching out and having a friend help me build the Wix site because I'm not computer savvy. So it's just a whole process that you know it's unplugging the corporate side of you and replugging in to find something yours. I hope to find the same path you did is you know doing coaching and finding another link i know law school is in the in the future for me just because i am an advocate especially for women so i i find that my brain works at so that and that's just the start so <laughs> i don't know if it the, the adventure gets i'm sure it does but you know just meeting the whole sleuth of people that encouraged me just yesterday oh we support you i'm like I was busy doing my corporate work, you know, wondering where all these people were. And I stopped for a minute, took a step back and reconnected. And I'm like, oh, here you all are. <laughs> yep. That's yeah. Well, first of all, it's very brave to take that step. So congratulations to you for doing that. It's it's hard to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And one of the things I'd like to encourage you with is that your path may not go the direction you think it will stay in tune to everything around you 
right? Let, let the universe kind of direct you and guide you a bit. And as Kelly was talking about yesterday with paying attention to the animals and the signs and signals that the universe is sending you. I think I spent a lot of time resisting those signs and signals and that pull. And I still find that whenever I do resist those things, that I am being shut off from growth and where I need to be. And mm -hmm. I'm finding myself discontented. So don't expect your journey to necessarily be a straight path or directly where you want it to go. Be kind to yourself, be open with yourself. And yes, absolutely rely on this amazing community of women here. Thank you. So congratulations to you. Keep us all posted on how it goes. <laughs> I will. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else have stories they want to share of grit and resilience and growth? Yes, Lori. Good morning, everyone. Um, mine probably over the last three or four years has been this parallel journey of both personal and professional. Um, and in end of 2019, um, after going to this amazing retreat, um, I finally got to the point where I decided I was going to tell my spouse of 30 years at that time that I no longer wanted to be married. And that was something that I had been wanting to do. And through support, like communities like this, got to that point. And that then opened up this whole window um, for me, really. And um, it's been a journey since then. I now live in the state that I felt like my heart and soul was calling me to. And that has then given me some additional energy um, to really focus on who I am, who I'm becoming, and really what my business needs and wants to be. And I'm a transformational leadership and life coach. But I think there's been this really interesting parallel. And, uh, you know, talking about animals and things like that, there's some amazing animals in the desert. And, um, you know, most people think it's, it's dry and it's not colorful. But if you think about what can survive in a desert, you know, it's just, it's amazing. So yeah, it's, it's fascinating. I think once we allow ourselves to really do and be kind of what we're being nudged to do and be, um, and then it's just like all of these opportunities and possibilities are, are really there for us. So I love being with this community. Um, there's so many powerful women in this community. And, and again, so nice to be here with all of you guys on day two. Yeah, and congratulations on being brave and doing what's best for you, Lori. That's amazing. Thank so, you. Well, I think that's my time, and we're moving into networking now because I see some folks coming on. So I will hand it back over to Dr. Davia. Thank you, everybody who joined this morning. I hope you found that enlightening, and feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions or if I can support you in any way. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us as we revisited that presentation, that workshop done by our amazing Ladies Power Lunch member, Shannon Daniels. Shannon is a dear friend, but she is such a wealth of information and she is such such a kind, generous soul. She is always so happy and so 
welcoming, always wanting to help us as we advance our businesses. So truly, if you do want to reach out to her, if you do want to pick her brain, if you have any questions or concerns that you want to share with her, feel free to reach out. She would be only too happy to share with you. At the end of every show, I like to pull a card. And actually, we pulled a card at the beginning of the show. And I did pull a card for us today. And it's interesting, the card that I pulled, I'm not sure what you're going to get from this card, but I know I definitely found deep meaning from it. And we pull a card from one of the many decks that we have. And I take it personally as just a nice thought for the week, something that I can use as a touchstone to remind me. This one says, my relationships will change when my vibration changes. And the reading says, you are living in the time when fewer people will attempt the impossible task of pushing the unwanted far enough away that they will be left with only that which is wanted. It is a time when more people will come to the realization that what they have been seeking is not a change in the behavior of others or in the world outside of them over which they have no control but instead an understanding of their own vibrational relationship with source over which they have complete control. This feels really, really meaningful to me, especially with Shannon talking a lot about how, you know, with entrepreneurship or small business ownership, which is what my life is, it's an up and down, even from day to day, hour to hour, it can be a bit of a roller coaster. It can be like that punching bag clown sometimes. And sometimes you have to hold on to your own personal vibration, make sure that you're not looking to the outside for validation, but holding on to your personal vibration. So I hope that has been meaningful to you. I hope that you got a lot from the conversation that we had with Shannon earlier that was pre-recorded. And if you have any questions or concerns, please do feel free to reach out to Shannon. If you would like to take advantage of the Ladies Power Lunch free gift, I invite you to go to growsmarternotharder.com slash bundle. And there are 16 free gifts that you can use to grow your business and grow your personal abundance. So go ahead and take advantage of that because we truly believe in giving and giving you the opportunity to grow. Thanks so much for joining us today and we'll see you guys on the next show. Thank you for joining us. Find out more at our website www.ladiespowerlunch.com and find us on YouTube at youtube.ladiespowerlunch.com This is a production 